Today is all about client struggles. What do you do when the client is unhappy with their services that you provided? Or when you get a client that is coming to you after they were unhappy with another service provider? We're going to talk all about this client struggle. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Okay, y'all. So today we are chatting all about client struggles. What do you do when a client doesn't get exactly what they're looking for? Or you're getting a client that's coming to you after they've had a really bad experience with another service provider. And this episode was sparked for one reason. And that's after I had a horrific experience at the hairdresser. It's so funny how we can learn so much about service-based businesses through other service-based businesses. And so let me just take you there. So if you've seen my headshot on Instagram, on Facebook, it's very blonde hair. My daughter likes to call it Elsa hair. I've had blonde hair and I got that done in 2020. Y'all, this mama, it takes a while to get her hair redone. And with us moving to North Carolina and COVID stuff, like it just took a while. And so it was still blondish, but a very light brown it was more likely. And I contacted this studio that all they do, all their stylists are like certified blonde. So all they do is like blonde hair and extensions. And I was like, okay, perfect. Cause that's who had done my hair before. And my hairdresser here in Florida that I used to go to, it would take me an hour and 45 minutes to get to her studio now from where we live. And that was just not going to happen. So I went to the studio. This girl has a beautiful Instagram, like gorgeous Instagram. And I get there and you know how you show like the hairdresser, like, here's what I want my hair to look like. And sometimes they're like, yeah, that's never happening. I showed her my headshot, (laughs) y'all, like my headshot. And so I was like, this is exactly what I want. Like, do what you need to do to get this. And she was like, okay. And I made it very clear. I was like, I do not want any bronze color in my hair. Like no bronze, no gold tones. Like I want it very ashy. And that's what I told her. And so she was like, okay, done. And I had cleared out about four hours because I know how long it takes my hair because it's pretty long to do. I was out of there in two hours. Well, when she was blow drying it, I could tell it was not the color I wanted. And I was like, you know, sitting there in the chair, I was like, this is just not what I thought it was going to be. And she was like, well, we can't get you that blonde in one session. And I was like, yeah, but I've been blonde, this blonde before in one session. She said it wasn't possible, blah, blah. So I leave and I have Austin take a picture of the back of my hair and it looks so bad. So I message her and I'm just like, hey, I just, I got home. Here's what my hair looks like. This is not what I asked for. It's super muddy and like, this is just not what I asked for. So she told me to come in and that we could tone it. It would be fine. So I go in, we tone it and I'm there for 15 minutes, y'all. It literally takes me longer to drive to the studio than I was there. And she gets done. She's like, oh, it looks so good. And I was like, this actually looks worse. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be super nice, but I'm like, this looks worse. Like I literally have orange hair and she said, well, get home and then let me know. And so I get home and I like take a picture and it's so bad. Like it is orange. I send it over to my friend and she sent it to her hairdresser and she was like, yeah, this is really bad. 
And I messaged her and I was like, hey, like, I just want you, like, can we fix this? I know you do beautiful hair. I've seen your Instagram and I don't really know what happened with mine. It's always went blonde really easily. Like, can we fix this? And she was like, well, there's nothing I can do at least for four weeks because I don't want to ruin your hair. And I was like, okay, but like, can we get it fixed? And she was like, I think it's actually better that you just go to a different stylist and I'm going to give you half your money back. And I was like, well, I kind of rather just like have it fixed than get my like half my money back. And even at half, I was still spending $200. And she was like, no, I think it's just best if you go somewhere else. And then that was it. And it felt very like not great. So a few things to dissect with this that I think we can take away until I get to the second half of this is one, when we have clients that are asking for something, it is really, really important that we set clear expectations. I talk a lot with my Facebook ad managers about this. The expectations we set are really important. So if someone were to come in and say like, I want to launch a podcast in two weeks and you're like, okay, and then it's a nightmare, like, because you know that that's too quick, you should have set expectation that actually we can do it in four weeks. Like, just because you're going to pay me doesn't mean that this actually makes sense for anyone. We need to do it in four weeks. Or for Facebook ad managers, if they come in and they're like, I want to get 500 registrations and I only have $1,000 to spend on ads. Like, that's our job to set up expectations for that. Because if we can set up expectations in the beginning, and I'd rather the expectations be like, an example of this, a great example of this is our pool builder gave us 12 months, said like from the time that you sign to the time that the pool's done, it'll be about 12 months. And we're going to be done way sooner than that. Four months early, four months early. So you better believe we're like in love with this pool builder. It's still taking like eight months to build, but four months early, like we're so excited. We love this company. We're going to sing their praise. However, on the flip side of that, our home builder, promised us our house would be done at the end of December and it wasn't till February, the end of February. We were upset with that situation. So see when we set these like over boundaries and over expectations and then we can deliver better than that, people get excited. They don't even care if it took eight months because it wasn't 12. (laughs) Like it's so much better. Same thing with this hair. If she were to tell me like, we're not gonna be able to do this in one session, but we'll make sure that you don't have orange hair, then I would have been way more understanding. But the fact that there was no expectations set for me in the beginning was a big red flag. And so whenever we get in client situations, when we're first beginning, we need to set expectations on what we know as the expert to be realistic. And so it wouldn't be fair in surf skill store if I was like, you're going to make $10,000 in 30 days. Do we have some people that do it? Yeah. Is that the most common? No. That's why it's a year program. We're setting the expectations that business takes time, takes a year. This isn't going to happen in 30 days. It's not going to happen in 60 days. It will for some, but for the majority, it takes a year. And so when we can set those expectations, it builds trust. And so one of the things that I would highly encourage you to do is be really good about setting expectations for clients that you can meet or even like over deliver where you get it done sooner because sooner is always better than later. So that was one of the big takeaways I got from this. The second one is how we communicate with unhappy clients. So this person decided to give me half a refund and tell me I needed to find someone else. And I was super nice through this whole process. So it wasn't like I was a difficult client, which really caught me off guard because I just wanted my hair fixed. And so 
it was rough. And there was many tears. And I know it's just hair, but we had family photos and everything. And so one thing that would have been better is if she said, like, this would have been a better way. One, probably more than half, because I still spent $200 on something that I definitely went against everything I said I wanted. But okay, have a refund. Awesome. But then to tell me to find someone else when she works in a studio full of people that she could have referred. So let's say that you are with a client. It's not going well. You're both unhappy working together. Instead of just like saying, go find someone else, how about you help them or give them suggestions for other people? So like our members inside Surf Scale Sword, if you're having a rough time with a client and y'all are just not vibing, why don't you say, hey, you know what? Like it's not working. I know you're unhappy. I'm unhappy. But here's three people that I think would probably be able to serve you. And I got their contact information and I told them you may be contacting them. And I think they may be a better fit. Like that handles the situation way better than go find someone else. Also, if there is something where you didn't set boundaries in the beginning. So let's say Facebook ads. It's just an easy one because you're spending money. And you promise, that's why I say never guarantee, but you guarantee that you'd be able to get 500 leads for $1,000 and you don't hit that. I don't necessarily think you need to be giving refunds, but you do need to take responsibility for that. This is why we don't give guarantees. But let's say that you did your part and, you know, it didn't, like you set expectations and all that, or maybe you did it and then, you know, they didn't hit their goal. You don't need to give a refund. And so I think there's times where we have to think, like, is the refund really the answer or is there something else we can do? If we can just fix the problem, fix the problem. Don't just give a refund. So let's say it's a website. So I had this happen to me one time. We did a VIP day and we asked for a website and there was lack of communication and then the website just looked really bad and it wasn't finished. Like it was a really bad experience. And this person came highly recommended. So I don't know where the breakdown was, but it was just kind of like, okay, here it is. And I was like, well, we have these pages that aren't finished. And then she said, we didn't have time. And the expectation was set with me that we would have time. And so if it was me as a service provider, I would have just done it. Like I would have been like, you know what? We didn't get it done in this day, but I'll spend the next day and get them all done if that's what you promised. And so for me with the hairdresser, I wish she would have just fixed the problem. Like if we make an error, we don't set judgment, just fix it if you can. Like don't give a refund, fix the problem. People don't want money that they've already spent. They just want the problem fixed. That's why they hired you. And so if you can't, then referring them to someone who can, and then maybe doing some type of refund or something like that would be appropriate. So those are the big things that I got from like how to handle tough situations. Now, then there's the flip side. So when you Google like blonde and all that Sarasota, there's like this one main salon that comes up and like all of them are at the same one. And one of them does, she looked like she did a great job. I reached out to like three different ones and I just said, hey, here's what my hair looks like. Do you think you could correct this? And then when they asked me, where'd you get it done? I was like there at that salon, but I just need a fix. Like I'm willing to do whatever to get it fixed. And I found this amazing girl. She was like, text me and let's chat this through. And I went through everything that happened. And she said, I honestly do think I can fix it. She said, I think we'll be able to get you really blonde in one session, but we probably will need a second session to get you back to like what you really want because there is so much orange brassiness in it. 
And right there, that was amazing. Like, she was like, I'm going to try my best, but we'll see. And I was like, that's all I can ask. Well, then she knew about my bad experience. And so I get there and it's a completely different experience, y'all. Like, oh my gosh, she sat down, talked to me. Like, what do you want? What do you not like? Like, let's talk about this. And we had a whole conversation. Then she stayed with me the whole time. She was like, I don't like to leave my clients. Like, I'm not going to sit here and leave you for 15 minutes. I'm going to keep an eye on these the whole time so we get what you want. She never left the chair. She was like, do you need any water? The other girl left me sitting for an hour and never came back. The first one that I went to, I was offered water once at the very beginning this one. And then she was like, oh, this is looking really good. Like, I like this. Look how this is coming out. So through the process, she was giving me updates. And then even when we went back to rinse my hair, she was like, okay, it's not quite ready yet. Let's go back. Let's hang out for a little bit longer. We talked and then she took her time and she was like, okay, this looks good. She said, Also complimentary, I didn't ask for this. She said, I'm going to give you a treat, a protein treatment just to protect your hair. Your hair quality is really important to me. She gave me that on the house, did not charge me for it. Then after like several like us just going back and forth, she got the color perfect. And then when she washed my hair, she gave me the best neck and head massage ever. The other girl didn't do that. And then she also did this other thing. She said, that should have been done, which is a root shadow. And she was like, I'm going to do that for you. So it looks super natural. I know you're a mom. So you're probably not going to come back all the time to get this like touched up. So I want it to look really natural for you. Like she took into account that I was a mom and that I'm probably not going to be someone that comes back every eight weeks to get it done. It's going to be spread out longer. And then when we went through the products that she was using, she told me every single product without me having to name it. She curled my hair. She took me out, took Instagram photos. Like she made me feel like a million bucks. And she did what she, I love my hair. We do have to go back one more session just to get it like fully, like all the brassiness, but she set me up for that. I was ready for a second appointment because she already told me that that was probably going to happen, but it looks so good. And so what I learned from that is when you're getting clients from someone who's already had a bad experience, this is your time to shine. What does your onboarding experience look like? What does your client communication experience look like? Ask them what happened with the other service provider that made it not a great experience. I asked that on my discovery call form. It says, have you ever hired for this position before? And if yes, what did it work for you? And so then on the discovery call, I asked these questions because I want to know, was it communication? Was it this? Was it deadlines? Because then you know where to over deliver. And so from that experience, I'm going back to get extensions. I have an appointment scheduled to get it redone again. She wowed me like incredible. I will sing her praise all day long. And that's what we can do when we get a client who's had a poor experience before is we just need to wow them. And it doesn't even take much. (laughs) That's the thing, like telling me the products you're using just because the other girl didn't like keeping them knowledgeable. But she listened to why I was upset. And she remembered that I was a mom and that she knew that that probably meant I wasn't going to come back as often as people who weren't moms. And so what I want you to think about is talking to people, asking them these questions, like if you've heard for this, what was good? What was bad? What did you not love? So then you can pick up those pieces and change their mind. Because here's the deal. If you can take someone who's been on a bad relationship. I'm talking about like a service provider relationship. If you can take someone who had a bad experience with another service provider 
and just do a little bit of the things that the other one did it, you will wow them and keep them forever as a client. And there's so much to be said about just having really great client relationships and listening to your clients. And here's the deal. Across this, I don't think I was wrong (laughs) in anything, but maybe there was something I missed or could have said or something like that. But the thing is, like, sometimes it wasn't the service provider. There was just miscommunication or something like that. And that stuff happens. And so we also never want to think that, like, this service provider was just an awful service provider. It could have been, like, conflicting personalities, anything like that. But that's why it's so important to be like, what did you love about working with the service provider? What didn't you love? And getting that information, because you can find out if they say like, there was just lack of communication, then you know you're going to over communicate for a while because that's what they were lacking. And you can even ask them questions like, what does lack of communication look like to you? Like, do you like to be communicated with daily, weekly? Like, what does that look like to you? And you can ask these questions and then just implement that with that client and you will wow their pants off of them and they will be clients forever. So know that you will have struggles with clients and you will get clients who have had struggles with other service providers. And there's things that we can do to right the wrongs if we were responsible. Also to make sure that the client, if they're coming from a not so great experience, that you can wow them and build their trust back with working with service providers. And so I hope this episode helps you with struggle battles with clients. And I would love to hear in my DMs if you have had any struggles with any clients and what you did to solve them. So until next time, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.